You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your KC Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what you got to do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. If you could do that just one time, go to Twitter at TNWPod. Hit us up on TalkingWrestling at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Spotify uh, at Talking Wrestling. Give us a five star review. Also, uh, check Casey Corbin. That's me. Uh, I've got four albums out on Spotify. Give me a follow and check those albums out if you wouldn't mind. Hey, uh, we're on iTunes as well. So rate, review, subscribe. Give us a favorable review and a five-star rating. We would appreciate you helping grow the show. Uh, we are uh, Facebook. I already said it. Or in case I didn't, Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. And uh, we said Twitter, Instagram. We're pretty much wherever popular podcasts are found. Uh, with that said, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome to the show my uh, co-host from Six Feet or More. It's now Reese Turner. Casey, how are you? You're I'm, good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Wonderful, bud. Just how, like feeling the flow, feeling fine. Hey, um, how about our show and our incredible uh, vision that we had that we pr- pretty much predicted the outcome of the Royal Rumbles um, at the Royal Rumble last week? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they kind of like... When you can pick up on it that quick, is they didn't make it that hard for us, you know? Like, well, the logic is simple. Um, if you're trying to fill the main event at WrestleMania, it's not yeah. going to be Otis. You know? What? No, no. <laughs> it's and, and it's not going to be any of those tag teams that we discussed. It's going to be, like, look at we're If Ronda Rousey's in the Rumble, she's winning the Rumble. That's as simple as the prediction was. And it, I actually didn't say Brock would win the Rumble last week. I said Bobby Lashley would would probably uh, lose, and then Bobby would go in and win the Rumble. So I said, and then at the end, I might have said Brock at the last minute. But um, but when it happened, I wasn't surprised because it was exactly yeah, what we said. You, you called, yeah, you called the concept. You might have not had the player right, but you called the concept. Yeah. But regardless, um, you know, the WWE putting out the Royal Rumble is always my favorite pay-per-view of the year. But yeah. in, in hindsight, um, you know, you can't compare it to other pay-per-views. But the week before AEW had a pay-per-view, uh, Beach Break, and uh, in Cleveland, I got it right this week. By the way, yeah. we got some few calls last week, and people were saying it was incredibly a funny show. And it was incredibly funny when we were too stoned that we could not remember Candice LeRae's name. Fucking who? <laughs> <laughs> My buddy said, you guys are so cheated up and you can't even remember who Candice LeRae is. And I was like, yeah, that's right. We can't. We couldn't. You know? But now, <laughs> but considering you know, you, you know who she is. You knew exactly who we were describing, so 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 we did our job, uh, dear yeah. listener. It's we not, did our job. It's not our job to fill in all the blanks. We like to leave it open for interpretation. Sometimes we are the blanks, you know. Ooh, how, how about that? How about that? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, the rumble was it was a weird one. The, the women's rumble I liked more than the men's because Me too. there were. I think there there was just more people coming in, you know. Like I think on the men's side, when they reached out to a lot of talent, the talent must have been like this: "No, fuck you! You put my shit in a garbage bag." 
But then they did the female side, and Mickey James was like, "Fuck yeah, you put my shit in a garbage bag. Let's do this." <laughs> you know, like, it was, what a weird, what a what a weird rumble. But I liked it. You know, I, I was into it. Nobody I have... actually thought Mickey James was going to win, though. No, but it was good face time for the Impact uh, female uh, knockout champion, and yeah, I uh, but but I will say I have not seen her wrestle in Impact, so I have not seen hardcore country Mickey James, and uh, okay. a hardcore Mickey James would have been better than hardcore country Mickey James, you know, she because she's coming dressing like she's the third member of the Smoking Guns. And, oh, you know, cool. and it's like, what the fuck? And then they're like, this is my new gimmick. I'm hardcore Ooh. Mickey James. You know, you got to the- drink tequila and bang dudes on the hood of my pickup truck. Fucking right. And when they dump me, I take my keys and my baseball bat to the windshield. You know, Boom, I put all my stuff in a garbage bag because that's how I'm used to being treated. And then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm country strong. Uh, <laughs> no. Um. Uh, yeah, she should tag up with uh, Ron Strowman, who had Country Strong tattooed on. You think you're country hardcore? Rrr, he shows his Country Strong tattoo. Yeah. Like, dude, all, all you're showing is you make bad decisions. Bro. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, but AEW is still the the benchmark. AEW. Uh, the Rumble was sandwiched in between two great AEWs, and uh, and last night. You know, we finally got the match we've been waiting for. Um, and talk about... Penta a- El Zero Miedo and Pac versus the House of Black. Is that what you're talking about? I, I, well, that was a pretty good match. I was pretty happy with it. And there's a bunch of bunch of matches that were great on this card. I'm glad that Penta was finally wearing his normal Penta uniforms. Like, I don't like the Joker ones or the fancy ones. I just like his regular Penta you know, the red or the white or the blue, whatever like one he goes to. I'm, I'm such a fucking mark for, for Penta, man. I just found a Penta uh, AEW figure uh, yeah. in, the, in the store. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm having that. So I just picked that up. So I got my, my Penta L0 now. Now I just need my Ray Phoenix to complete my Lucha Brothers set. Oh, that's sweet. I, hey, yeah, I'll keep an eye open on that because sometimes I go to Walmart and I look at the AEW figures and or just see. Well, let me know who's there. there. I've got like three people looking out for me. My buddy calls me and he's just like, "Okay, at the store they've got MJF, Penta, Hikaru Shida, uh, and Riho." And I'm like, Riho what? is everywhere, and nobody buys it. I have a Riho. That's all I need. I only need one Riho. Riho <laughs> is Riho is like the um, the uh, the Corporal Kirshner of the new doll of the new wrestling dolls. Everybody, it's just gonna. Everybody's gonna have a Rio, and at the end, when they sell their collection or get rid of them, Rios are gonna be everywhere. You know, everywhere. They're. It's tough, man. I don't mind Rio, but like, yeah, her figures are fucking everywhere. I saw some of them, like MJF. I'm surprised they found. I was in Halifax, and they had three different types of AEW figures, and they had a bin overflowing with them in the aisle. Yes, it was. You didn't call me. I you took have, it, it was in Halifax. You could have sent a carrier pigeon, and I would have honed in on it just because I'm so tuned into this collecting hunt of AEW. I would have heard the pigeon's wings flap out of fucking Dartmouth. I would have been like this. It's coming. And I would have known what that meant, and then a week later it would have shown up, and then that's... <laughs> and I, this is what they had. They had three of the same that were there. They had Orange Cassidy, Rio, and Matt Hardy. So those okay, are the three. All three of those. Those are the three ones they've had. The best figure I bought recently, and I bought it for a friend for a gift for uh, Christmas, was uh, WWE was doing WWE the movies. So whatever wrestlers were in their movies, they would put out the movie version of that doll or or that okay. figure. So what I saw was from the uh, cult classic, a nineteen eighties movie. They Live, starring Rowdy Roddy Piper, made by John Carpenter. Um, they had a They Live Roddy Piper doll, and it came with the sunglasses, and he's got the plaid flannel je- shirt on, just the jeans. Got the shotgun. And no, no, he's all out of he's all out of he's even out of bubble gum. Uh, so, but he's kicking ass, and uh, yeah. So 
that was the last figure I bought. It was pretty cool. Nice. Um, my old buddy yeah. also got a Randy Macho Man a Savage one. And the WrestleMania it, ring. And, and this one came with uh, yeah. the cream. He had the cream in his hand. <laughs> That's sick. I love them. See, some of the collectibles uh, right now are amazing. I remember growing up, the only two, there's only two, when I first remember wrestling figures, there's only two types of figures you could have. There were the big rubber boys. Yeah. And then, then there were the little guys you put your thumb in. Thumb wrestlers. Yeah, the little thumb wrestlers. Those are the only two. And then they brought out the like the the, the wrestle buddies, like the, the, the bendies. Throw around. Yeah, but like the first two I remember were those. Now everybody's so spoiled for choice. We're at like Ninja Turtle toy level of uh, like variety here. You know what I mean? Oh yes. And, and I'm so happy, man. I, I'm happy to. I'm hunted down the AEW figures. So if you see any AEW figures, especially from series two, let me know. I'm I'm collecting the first ten series of. Uh, I think it's Unrivaled that I'm collecting. Well, I am on a super budget strain, but if there's anything that I could buy right now, I really want to get AEW cards. Yes, I'm 48 years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they're, they're really the problem is they're made by Upper Deck, so they're not going to be worth dick. Yeah, they're going to be over massively produced, but they'll be nice. Yeah. They will be nice. Yeah, I, I do want to get a complete set. Oh, so would I. So would yeah. I. Um, so, so here we go. Like, let's talk about. First of all, um, I wasn't too uh, the the AEW this week. The the opening match usually the opening match is a barn burner, but this week on AEW, yeah. I felt like the like maybe because we knew we were getting MJF and CM Punk in Chicago. Maybe it's just like let's just put out let's not waste a true good opening match because like either way the, well, way the opening I, match was supposed to be wasn't it supposed to be Brian Kendrick versus John Moxley and then Brian Kendrick well, got removed from the show because well when the W coming back well what's that yeah he didn't hear this story well I I heard about Brian Kendrick but I didn't hear what you just said I, I just missed so it. Brian Kendrick yes was released by WWE he was supposed to debut. At AEW last night and fight John Moxley. Oh wow! That was supposed to happen, and then a bunch of old clips and shit resurfaced of him, uh, pretty much just being like a fucking lunatic. And then Tony Khan released on Twitter later that day, like, "Nah, he's not not happening. He's no longer part of the thing. That's not happening." Yeah, he's uh, you just when you thought WWE could make the biggest blunder of the week by naming uh, Walter Gunther. Uh, as we made fun of la- in last week's episode and probably yeah. the week before, the Gunther Stark. So there's yeah. the the WWE slipping their toe into the Nazi pond. But um, but here's the thing yeah, about fun. Brian Kendrick was uh, he got fired casely because he's a Holocaust denier. He yeah, he's a, like a Holocaust denier. He thinks the fucking Illuminati or lizard people or some shit. Oh Jesus Christ! He's been watching Peacemaker. They're butterflies. Um, <laughs> They got long leather tongues, though. Uh, he, yeah, he's a Holocaust denier, and it's just like, get the fuck out of here. Just what are you? Yeah. What are you famous for, Brian Kendrick? Oh, yeah, shut up and wrestle. Yeah, you you trained Eve. I mean, like you trained. <laughs> that's that's all you did. You trained yeah. that redheaded headed girl, and then you trained a few other people, and used to come in and used to think you were Axl Rose, but really. You and you go around in circles like Axel, but you never, you were never anything. And since you, Ooh, like, how can you like go fucking watch Schindler's List, like, or even like every time? And now, now okay, here's a hot take. A little step off wrestling, because because in Canada we're dealing with a lot of we got a lot of trucker situations going on up here in Ottawa. I mean, up here in Canada, uh, and, and, in and, Ottawa. and 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 I'm just I'm just tired of. Um, false heroes and you know and 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 big time zeros and uh, it's just like look at when, when you know with the way covid is um to hear to hear people say i'm treated like a second class citizen because i'm unvaccinated and then where they're like or we've lost or i feel i'm like i'm being oppressed because i'm being treated like a second class citizen because i'm vaccinated no no black people or Jewish people, they never had a choice yeah. in getting the way that they got treated. They just got treated like that because, like, every time a white person says they were oppressed or they feel oppression, I think a Jewish person or a black person should legally be able to come up and slap them in the fucking face. Like, <laughs> like seriously. 
like where where people are comparing um our our country and our our pres- prime minister who I'm not a fan of either but I don't co- compare him to Hitler because yeah. what a stupid because it's stupid really person. insulting to like no Jewish families in my community have just disappeared but that yeah. was happening all the time with Hitler so don't yeah, compare or families or artists or black people, you know, or anybody who wasn't an Aryan, like, you, you know, there is there. Yeah. There's, there's no people getting free train rides to summer camps there. There's nothing like that happening. And if you're a Holocaust denier, just shut the fuck up. Keep your opinions yeah. to yourself. You dumb fuck. Yeah. Don't yeah, go on the internet. Spread that kind of shit. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's so fucking, stupid. it's so dumb. Yeah. It's especially the when same you, kind of people that think that earth, Earth is flat, though. Yeah, but they've the never been anywhere. Kind of person that thinks that the Earth is flat. They've never been yeah, anywhere. Exactly. They've never been anywhere. They've never talked to anybody. They probably have never even like, been in a fucking airplane because you can see the curvature and the horizon line when you're flying. They don't believe in the electric bird, Casey. They don't believe in the electric bird. Okay. They don't even believe in normal birds. They think they're government drones. The normal birds are government drones. Oh That's my what they god. Think. Some yeah. of the people. The people. Some, yeah. It's fucked, man. Like, honestly, this is why I'm happy we have professional wrestling. This is why I'm happy I have cannabis. Because if I didn't have those two things, Casey, I would be dishing out super kicks for real, left, right, and center. Oh, my God. Me, too. Me, too. So, we start off first match, AEW. And it's uh, it's not the barn burner I wanted, but it's still a yeah. decent match. Who do we have? It was uh, Orange? I like it. We had... You froze on me, but this way you're coming through. You're, looks like you're powering through. Looks like you're nodding off on me. Hold on, uh, you'll get it. No, it's Wheeler Yuda. Oh yeah, Yuda. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Wheeler Yuda. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, Yuda was just in the PWG uh, Classic tournament that they have every year. Do you know who the main event was for the tournament? It was Daniel Garcia. And? I don't know the second one. Was it Wheeler Yuta? No, no. he we, No, Wheeler Yuta was defeated on the way there. He was in the tournament. But the main event was Daniel Garcia and Mike Speedball Bailey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mike Speedball Bailey. That is a match now. that we've seen from Montreal to Buffalo back and forth, back and Like, did Daniel Garcia's first match was against Kevin Blackwood. Another Buffalo guy. Like these guys, the Buffalo, Montreal, Ottawa, Hamilton, Loop, those guys are all tight because now you see Pepper Parks and the Bunny are both from that loop. Daniel Garcia is from that loop. Uh, You know, 2.0 are from from, partially from that loop. You know, uh, you know, it's just like it's great to see these guys that have wrestled up here now making their name on AEW. And uh, it's fantastic. So anyway, uh, yeah, that was a, a a fairly. It was like an okay match, but it wasn't. It didn't. It's not like the usual matches. Like, look at what we started with last week. We started with the ladder match. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you don't even. It doesn't even hold up to last week. But then again, this was just a regular episode. But was it? We're getting MJF versus CM Punk, and yeah. what a match that was. Cool. But before we get to that match. You know, Jericho calls. Um, uh, he calls for an all attendance mandatory meeting next week on AEW. So we'll finally get to. Because look at it, and like, like I said it last week, that you're the tag team in the faction. You you weren't the important ones. The, it was that faction was made to propel Sammy, and yeah. and it has. Sammy's the number one guy out of that faction right now. Jericho's doing his thing. The, you know, Hagar has hardly been there. So Hagar is the guy. And Jericho, you know, uh, the GFY shirts didn't work out. But good news, he's now the influencer. And uh, so maybe he can get some influence in getting GFY to get over so he can get those teachers. That was so stupid when it happened. Uh, You can't get something over when when Dean Ambrose comes out at the start of the show and says, go fuck yourself. Get rid of that guy. Mm-hmm. And then you're coming out with your PG GFY when when fucking Moxley just told yeah, the guy to on. get the fuck out live. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> Too bad he didn't come stick. On. 
He's like the comic that doesn't stay around for the whole show because he leaves after his set. Too bad you missed it. You missed it. You don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, that's it. But sometimes you got to dip. I understand you got to dip sometimes. Sometimes you got to dip. But hey, the inner circle is not the only faction in trouble, as we all know. No. Uh, the, the 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 pyramid or the pot the, the, the pineapple. pineapple. Uh, yeah. They are they are into some bit of a trouble as yeah. uh, we uh, FTR is definitely branched out on their own with Tully. They hardly ever consult with uh, with Wardlow oh, MJF. and MJF and uh, and and the other three have uh, kind of on their own. And now MJF is finally wrestling CM Punk, and it's going down in uh, Chicago, his hometown. And fuck, what a great match this was! A great, yeah, great character work. It was fantastic. This was just a yeah, what a good time, and it went like we got so used as I think as fans of AEW, we get so used to everything getting everything you want. Yeah, you know they're so good at listening to the fans and give you everything they want. That every once in a while, when they give you a good, hey, 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 fuck you, you know, it works, you know, because they're yeah. not doing it every fucking time. And this, this was fantastic. And I think it was needed. You know what I mean? And uh, MJF needed that win more than CM Punk did. Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, that's what CM Punk is there for. Like, if yep. CM Punk would have won that match, I would have said typical. Typical CM Punk, you know, but the fact is, is he says he's come there to help get these young guys over and MJF is the top of the young, well, MJF and Cowboy are the two tops of the young guys. So, so we need to get these guys established and CM Punk did the right thing. It was a great, like when they look at the match comes up, you're like, fuck, they're going to go 40 minutes. We're going to get a 40 minute match here. And how great is that? You know, so we get 40 minutes, but. The problem I had, I don't know if it was with your TV this weekend, but I found that whenever the music played, the refs were trying to talk during the entrances. And I mean, they're not the refs, the the, the commentators. And you couldn't hear their commentary because the music was so loud. And then the audience was so loud. The commentary was really low. On my TV. I don't know. I I heard them okay. I heard them fine. Maybe it was just your TV. I don't know. I tweeted at them. I was like, hey, get your fucking commentary. Like, get your audio problems fixed. You know, because <laughs> you shouldn't, like, any time, and any time they went to commercial, you didn't hear them at all, but that's understandable. You're yeah. picture in picture. But I just, for some reason, the, the audio, and it's the first time this has been like this, so I don't know. But, um, okay. hey, if you're letting, if you guys are experiencing technici- technical uh, technicalities with your A&W <laughs> programming, uh, let us know. Because I maybe yeah. I'm not the only, maybe I do need a TV, need TV. But, um, get a new TV always. That's that's always the answer. But Just get a new TV. You know, but this match was great because uh, it it brought us to where we needed to be. It, it gave us everything we wanted, and uh, we finally got CM Punk versus MJF. These guys beat the hell out of each other, but in the end, uh, in t- typical heel fashion, MJM, MJF, MJG, MJ, MJD, <laughs> Miller Genuine Draft. He comes out with the winning with the winning pinfall, and yeah. he does the old. He does it in a heel in a heel manner. And Wardlow was there. It looked like he was, in spite of it all, in spite of it all, he still shows up, and he's and he helps there. him take the W. And he helps take the W, and they as he knocked him out with the ring. Um, Diamond ring, baby. So you know this sets up. Uh, it's still. Feeds into the Wardlow MJF that's going to happen when yeah, it's going to happen. And it also, at the same time, uh, gives us a rematch for MJF and CM Punk. And the Punker, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well done. Well done. Yeah, that was, a, it was fantastic. Yeah, it fantastic. was fantastic. And, you know, you're just like, at no point was I upset uh, throughout the evening, um, you know, like the Royal Rumble surprises aren't supposed to make you mad, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like like they did this past yeah. weekend. Like, yeah, you know, just uh, just garbage. But I am excited that that um, you know I'm gonna go see WrestleMania and I'm gonna go see Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, and that that to me is exciting. Now, cool. who she'll be facing? Hopefully, she'll be facing Becky, and uh, yeah, that's I the match so. I want to see. I've seen her in Charlotte before. Uh, but yeah. her and 
big time Becks. Uh, that's a match that uh, that's that's really good. And I was watching Big Time Bex's interview on the Broken Skull Ranch with Stone Cold last night, and uh, when they showed the highlights from WrestleMania, they used a different camera angle that shows her 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 pin one two three is clean. So they changed the camera angle that they used in the original WrestleMania, where you saw clearly that Ronda's shoulder was up at one, and then down at two okay. and three. So I wonder, because like coming into this, if she picks Becky on on Friday Night SmackDown tonight, when you're listening to, or maybe last night, depending on when you're listening to this, um, who knows? Who knows if this is going to even work its way into uh, the the program? Like, are they going to mention that uh, the pin was fucked up? You know, yeah. Or are they yeah. just going to revision it? And be like, no, we got the footage, and this is the footage it is. So, because you know what I heard? I just heard this what today. Listen yeah. to another podcast. Now, I always can say that wrestling and comedy are very, very similar. Very similar. And uh, there's a show that I watch called, um, uh, it's called, uh, well, this show is called Saturday Night Live. And it is very it's similar. Very, to Saturday, it's very, very small to show. I've never, I've never heard of this show before. Well, like the WWE, it's an institution as well. <laughs> And a lot of people do well in the WWE, go off into movies, and do well in Hollywood, much like Saturday Live. They both have iconic well, not figures. Not a lot. Some have done well. Yeah. There's like four that have done well. Yes, I know. But they're not, but they're westlers. So, you know, Saturday Night Live is a higher, they've done well because they're, they're actors. They're sports entertainers. Yes. If, if Saturday Night Live was putting people in a wrestling left, right, and center, that would be awesome. But they're not. That would be so good. But, we, be but so wrestling good. is putting people into entertainment mainstream, and they are doing okay. So, now, with that said, um, uh, I was listening to Saturday Night Live. I was listening to Dana Carvey and, and, uh, and, um, uh, and you are David Spade. Um, they have a podcast called Fly on the Wall, nice. and they have guests on. They talk about when they hosted Silent Live or when they were on Silent Live. It's usually a member or a guest or a musical person, whatever. So today was Tom Hanks, and they were talking about, um, you know, and a sketch did well at the reading, but did not do well in the live show. So. They, so David Spade was really mad his sketch didn't do well on the live show and uh, and and Lauren said oh don't worry David it'll go on and live a good life in reruns and he's like <laughs> what no it's horrible don't even air it he goes no 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 we just in the reruns we just take the one we take the better of the two we grab the one from the from the dress rehearsal and we put that in the space of the one that was live and they never know because it's a rerun I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking insane. But that's so smart. Yeah. Like, you're not going to know the difference if you're watching it in a rerun. You know, that uh, you might be like, you know, I remember the sketch not doing it well when I saw it live. But it's three years later and you're watching it and you're like, this sketch was shit. I remember. And now it's killing. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going? You guys are sweetening it. No, they're just yeah. replacing the sketch. It's so crazy. So, uh, okay. yeah, isn't that something? That's yeah. wrestling because yeah. that's not real. That's not really that's live. Not re it is live, that's but it's not really live. Fight. But it is live. Ooh. Ooh, so like it's that. just like wrestling. It's not. They're not really fighting, but they are fighting. But they're not really they fighting. Are fighting. So, they are fighting, so yeah. So, um, they are, what else did happen in AEW that I'm that I'm uh, blanking out on? Um, Oh, Adam that Page and, says yeah. oh, there's, Adam a new, Page. there's a new Adam Page. Yeah. And then he uh, gets power bombed into some stairs, or chokeslammed into some stairs. And then, yeah. then he gets uh, the old Lance Armstrong uh, finish ride there uh, into the stairs. It's like, yep. Okay, that's, that's uh, that sucks for the new Adam Page. If this is new Adam Page, yeah. it sucks to be you. <laughs> it does suck to be you. Um, and then there was... Uh, what else did we have going on? I'm just trying to think. Well, we of... had Penta and Pack versus House of Black. Yes, and that rhymed, so that's pretty fun. Mm. Uh, so that was a, that was a really good match. I really enjoyed it, but I, I didn't like that Pack got led to the ring with the bandana over his eyes because that shit, like, the, he took the bandana off at the end of his last promo, and you could see that his eyes were okay because he looked dead down the barrel of the camera. 
Oh, yeah. You know? So why did you come out with that? Pretend like you couldn't see again. That part I didn't really understand unless they forgot that they did it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then you had Adam Cole talk some shit to Brandon Cutler for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was like, cut. Yeah, he was using the uh, the Young yeah. Bucks to film his uh, his daily uh, YouTube journal or whatever. So yeah. that was. Uh, we need Miro. We need some more Miro. We need the Redeemer to come in and snap some pools in half. Yeah, and how come we Miro? How come we don't Miro throw Adam Cole through a wall? How come we don't get Hook and we don't get Hook on Rampage? I mean, Hook's always on Rampage. Why isn't he ever on Dynamite? Maybe he's a Rampage guy. Maybe they're trying to lay out the shows that they're going to be on. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. You know? Who know? I don't know. I don't know all the answers. (laughs) I just don't know. Um. So this week we got. uh, I'm trying. So the Inner Circle will be. Will be uh, questions will be answered. Questions will be answered this week. Um, oh, we also had the is with uh, you know uh, we had it was it yesterday we, or this week we had the Britt Baker um, just a big Britt Baker celebration for being on the cover of the magazines and all the PWI awards she won week or last week. So well, congratulations, Britt. That's all good. Yeah, that, just keep keep killing it there, DMD. You're doing a great job, bud. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I think that's what we covered the, that, that and uh, and uh, anything we need to know about you, Reese. Where are you going? What's going on with you? And where are you going to be? If the things oh, are opening up, so what's that? Uh, what's that? Well, what's I got the late <laughs> got the late night sesh again uh, on Wednesdays on YouTube, ten p.m. Uh, but then I'm uh, <clears throat> doing a show at Puff Mama on Friday. This next Friday coming. There we go. One of the dispensaries in downtown Toronto. I can't remember the one. Uh, follow Puff Mama for more information. Yeah, check that out. She's a great person. She runs great comedy shows, so check her out. Um, I also, just leaving on this, because we know our boy uh, Channing Decker, Greek Town. Hopefully, he'll be getting up the Greek Town show that was postponed over the holidays. Yeah, Hopefully, he'll yeah. give that coming back. But uh, Wardlow is saying, uh, I, I saw an interview with him, and he was saying how tough it was the wwe tryouts that he didn't enjoy the tryout process at all and after he failed at those tryouts he's like he went up and he wrestled here and he wrestled there and he wrestled in canada and he said he wrestled for greek town in canada and that was a good time so it's great to hear a guy like wardlow uh come and uh, name drop greek town wrestling because i think greek town is the top wrestling uh, organization in Toronto, even though they haven't run a show, but they but they will be back and they will be as strong as ever. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Reese, we will uh, check you out. We'll be we'll be back out. We'll be back with Reese next week. And uh, right now, folks, uh, stay tuned because it's time for uh, the gentleman that you see once every blue moon. It's time for Jeff McHenry uh, coming up next. So please, please stand by. All right, folks, that was Reese uh, Reese Turner, as always. And uh, we're in for a treat because uh, with the Big Four, whenever the Big Four are, are, are happening, uh, the original co-host of the show, Jeff McHenry, likes to uh, make his way back into the TNW studios and likes to give uh, likes to be a part of the review on any of the Big Four. So here we are today. Uh, standing by with me in uh, TNW Studios, Jeff. How you doing today, Bud? How, how are things with you? Oh, things are good, uh, Casey. It's uh, it's uh, nice to be here in uh, TNW Studios on the other side of the studio on the phone because you couldn't find the wires, so we're doing this over the phone now. I love the fact that I'm super severely fucking angry about something. <laughs> Actually, I don't love it at all. I'm so, like, I've just started the show. I'm fucking calm. And you come in like you're the Mountie with a cattle prog. And you just fucking stun me. Like, why the fuck would you do that? That's not, that's not good for the show, Jeff. Fuck, no wonder I only have you on once a year. Or four times a year. Fuck. What'd you think of the World Rumble, you dumb fuck? Uh, Oh, my God. Um. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Is uh, yeah, the dewdrop match was great. Yeah, the dewdrop uh, match was great. Yeah. Okay. By the way, can you fucking please flush your dewdrops down the toilet next time? 
<laughs> I walked in and I got hit by dewdrop fucking cloud, and uh, not very good. Not very good. <laughs> the rumble though, uh, the, the rumble for the most part, I think, uh, despite it being four hours uh, long, um, you know, I thought it was an okay rumble. Everybody's shitting over it, but you know. Once again, the women's rumble was far superior to the men's rumble. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Thank you, Casey. It's good to be back on the show, by the way. Oh, it's great. It's great. Enjoy your last time. So, anyway, um, I think what made the girls match better was, uh, okay, like, when I'm going through the names and looking at the names on last week's show, uh, I noticed in the male Royal Rumble, there were so many tag teams and I really thought, wow, there's a lot like with tag teams in the rumble. That's not like, they've never done a tag team rumble, but they've had tag teams in the rumble and it would be good to see all these tag teams come into this men's rumble and see how the two guys go up against the one guy or the two guys do this or how the tag. Cause really you don't see a lot of tag teaming unless guys decide to cheat up at against the bad guys decide to team up at the end. Like, you know, like, remember how, and I brought this up, remember how the Hart Foundation took care of Andre, or sort of took care of Andre at the end of WrestleMania 2? You know, you saw them doing moves. Well, I thought there would be something like that in this Royal Rumble, but they fucking split all the tag teams up. Hardly any of the tag teams were in there together. No, it wasn't very good. I mean, uh, as you pointed out, Riddle and Orton did some stuff together, but other than that, I oh, and Corbin and... Madcap Moss uh, had some spots, but I do not that, know who Madcap Moss is, and I do not know who Stone Ridge Mountain is, or whoever the fucking Ridge <laughs> Man with the mask. Who the fuck is that guy? Oh, Seamus's um, drinking buddy. What? Who is this? Yes, I. Uh, yes, I don't know. He was in the Rumble for a while, but yes, the women's Rumble was uh, good, and the men's Rumble uh, sucked. That and, guy uh, had a run like he was fucking Rick Martel. It might have been Rick Martell in Under a Mask. And at it one was point not Rick Martell. And at one part during the during during the female rumble, Nikki Ash was lurking around the fucking ring like she was the goddamn repo man. You keep wanting Rick Martell to come back to wrestling. Everybody says he's in real estate in like Florida, and yet you hold out hope that Rick Martell's gonna be back one day. I'm pretty sure Rick Martell is showing a whole uh, a few housing models. Or a few uh, times, you know, this is a beautiful model of the house that you will be living in. As you can see, you can smell the arrogance. You know, um, very good. Yeah, was that a snake? Hold on, let me put on my blindfold and kill it. You know, <laughs> and that's like that's not a blindfold. That's a whole hood mask, creep. Um, so the royal, I thought, I you know, it was pretty great. I thought the Brock Lesnar, uh, um, Bobby Lashley match was great, and uh, I was very happy that Bobby Lashley won, and then Brock was going into the Rumble. As far as I knew, that was what, what would happen. I believe I said that at the start of the show, like Brock's going to win the Rumble now, and uh, well, Booker T even said it before I did. Booker was on the pre-show, and mm-hmm. uh, his pick for the Rumble was like Brock. I'm picking Brock. He's like, he's not even in the Rumble, you idiot. But uh, he must have already been tipped off. So um, apparently there were five guys. Like Kurt, like Booker T was backstage. He could have came in. Uh, Kurt Angle was backstage. He could have came in. The Undertaker was backstage. He's got to stay out. And, um, you know, there were a few other people backstage, too, that could have came on. Like... But they just... Uh, yeah, any of them would have been infinitely better than some of the people they ended up having in there. <laughs> well, you know, when the fucking when you're getting down the nitty-gritty, remember that year that Daniel Bryan, everybody thought Daniel Bryan was going to come in at 30 and Rey Mysterio got booed out of the building? I do, yes. Like, that's just... That's, that's what happens when you're a victim of circumstance. Like, you know, people th- expect... Like, people were expecting Bray Wyatt. People thought there might be a chance that Moxley might be there. You know, like people were expecting this and that. And then fucking the only men's surprise is Shane McMahon comes in. 
and beats up everyone. Beats up everybody and gets fired the next day. Yeah, no that's, kidding. That's the way to do it. You know, they're saying that the men's rumble was changed like over 20 times. And I was like, really? And I got the right one? <laughs> like, I was the I said Brock was going to come in and win. Like, and I, I got it right. And that's the one that you decided on? That would have seemed like the most logical one. Like which it one? Did, of the- it did, yeah. It, w- w- yeah. If you thought about it logically, it would be you know They're the selling- most obvious swerve to do is yeah have Brock lose and then have him win the Rumble and still face Reign. Look at Dallas, the Dallas Texas Stadium. I don't even know what it's called, but it's the biggest stadium in North America. And if you're filling the biggest stadium in North America, not for one night but for two nights, you need two big huge main events and i'm sorry but when you look at those lists of the royal rumble no 26 of those names aren't going to cut it so you can you know there's possibly four possibly main eventers out of each rumble and that's it so yeah the talent roster is about as thin as it's been since like the mid 90s like yeah the the timothy well and stephen dunn era of where the fuck WWF. is well where the fuck is finn balor you know like it's uh, pretty, i don't know it's pretty sad when the biggest when the biggest spot of the male royal rumble is johnny knoxville <laughs> like that was the only storyline within the rumble was Sami Zayn. And Johnny Knoxville. No other stories carried into the Rumble, and no other stories can be carried out because it was a shitty fucking Rumble put on by the men. Yeah, I agree. And if I was one of you guys, you know, I'm sorry, but AEW put out a fucking regular show called Dynamite earlier in the week that was better than the pay-per-view. So, you know, it's just like you really got to, they got to really scratch their heads and figure shit out. Like the women, you got it all figured out with the women. And hopefully Becky makes the right choice and she goes in. I mean, Rhonda makes the right choice and she goes in to wrestle uh, big time Bex. Because that's the match we need to see. We don't need to see Charlotte and Becky. We got to already watch that. Um, we need to see this one. And then also, we also need to see, you know, Roman versus Brock. And that's going to be that match. But... You know, we look at the other match and who's going to challenge. Um, sorry, I don't even. I'm trying to even think about who is the champion on the other brand. Uh, it's Roman. Oh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bobby Lashley. So who would be challenge? Maybe Bobby Lashley gets the Big E challenge. And actually, that's that's a main event that I would like to see. I thought Big E would get would have got way better treatment. Now maybe that was the plan, but Kofi fucked up, and. And I'm and I'm gonna say this. I'm happy Kofi fucked up because now we can be done <laughs> with all the stupid Kofiisms. Like, yes, it's it's become uh, redundant. It's, it's become... a mockery of the rule. Two feet <laughs> land on the. It's not to be taken so fucking literal. Because, like I said, if it's two feet, if you have two feet hit the ground, then Kerry Von Erich has never been eliminated. Either is Zach Gowan. Both of these guys have been in the Rumbles, and both of them have one leg. So it's impossible. You, 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 you've been a stickler for the rules lately. Who was I think it was the the MJF match. You were yelling about CM Punk and his taped fist. <laughs> well, that's the thing I have issue with too. Is uh, very upset. Is look at the Hunter. He's a closed fist punch and a taped fist. That's two violations right there. Look at back in my day. A tape fist match was a fucking special match because you didn't tape your fist before going to the match. But then somewhere along the line, Hunter Hearst Helmsley just started taping his fists up and started wrestling with tape fists. And that should have never been allowed. Like, I remember Ronnie Garvin and Ric Flair having tape fist match. Like, that was a match. I remember Ronnie Garvin having tape fist match with other guys, too. And... Now here we are, CM Punk taping his whole fist up, and then he's still throwing closed, closed, closed hand fists. It's like, dude, what the fuck? That's a that's a foreign object, you know? <laughs> Who knows? You can put tinfoil in between your fucking ankles. I mean, your knuckles. 
not your ankles. Your hand your your hand ankles. <laughs> so um what else? Uh, oh yeah. So so the so the so the the, the, the title matches were good. And um Charlotte was great in the in the Royal Rumble. And then we had the the stinker matches. We had the Dewdrop uh, Becky Lynch match. Oh god. What a waste of time. Bertha Faye versus the Lunder Blaze all over again. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. And not to mention um the the mixed tag was not that great either. No, no, it it wasn't. I uh, was trying to sleep on the couch. That's how much I was looking forward to it. And you just kept talking about how Maurice's outfit looked like her. It was from her Montreal stripper days. Um, well, we don't know if she was a stripper in Montreal, but I, most girls that look like that were from Montreal. I usually wore strippers at one point. I see. Yes, and I, I and I think she has that uh, je ne sais quoi of a Montreal stripper. So, like, you know, everything Marley's does, I absolutely love, like a Montreal stripper. I, um, <laughs> like, you know, if I saw her not in wrestling, I'd be throwing $20 bills at her. Uh, you know, like, she, I just think she is so fantastic. Like, even when the ref's counting to five, she does the, the hand thing. Like, no. you like, no, I am Marley's. No. You know, like the hand, you know the hand thing that she does? You know what I'm talking about? No, I was uh, facing the other way on the couch. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. So for she she does it all the time. Huh? Not just in one match. She does it yeah. all the time. I haven't watched Raw in a while. I'm sorry. Well, dude, she hasn't wrestled on Raw in about seven fucking years. I'm still, I'm talking about she does this thing with her hand as if to, like, talk to the hand. <laughs> But it's a French version of it. Like, uh, uh -huh. no, send the paw. You know, like, just like, no. Like, that's what the hands, that's what it means. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, hopefully, I hope you people at home know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I hope all of you people listening have memorized Maurice's taunts in the ring. Well, I didn't even know the word for it. But now that you play so many video games and you're hitting the taunt button anytime, uh, <laughs> this is her suck it. You know, and of course, you know what the you symbol for suck it is. You have to hit the taunt is. button. That's how you get your finisher early. All right, all right. This guy always Don't wants. Don't you remember to... No Mercy? This is Jeff McHenry, the story of his life. He finishes early. There you go. Um, Jeff, what was your favorite moment at the Royal Rumble? How how dare you? How dare you make a premature ejaculation joke on me? Oh, I was just um, talking about dinner. You always finish dinner before I do. That's all. Uh, that's also a lie. You're licking your plate by the time I'm onto my veggies. And just, stuff. just we're getting it's, sidetracked. It's just one. It's just one. Yeah, we are getting sidetracked. Yes, yes. So uh, as we were saying, I asked your. Uh, Have you found I the asked, wire yet? I asked Have your. You found the wire yet? I Can are you doing in person? Are you now? talking to me? <laughs> I love that you. Oh my God, Jeff McHenry! You can see him in London in two weeks. He'll be a winner. When are you in Winnipeg? Not soon I'm enough. In Winnipeg. <laughs> Not soon enough. When? This weekend? I'm in Winnipeg next weekend. Tomorrow. Go tomorrow. Just go tomorrow. Not I'm to not going to Winnipeg tomorrow. I'm telling minus thirty-seven. I'm trying to tell the people to go tomorrow. Get tickets early, because oh, Jeff McHenry will sell out in Winnipeg, and he will finish early. So. You know, no, no, I'm kidding. If there's anybody that doesn't finish early, it's Jeff McHenry. Believe me, the show will be two hours, and he'll be talking after three. <laughs> and he'll be like, I don't got anywhere else to go tonight, people. You know, and then, so that doesn't mean you can hold them fucking victim. Anyways, who? what was your favorite part about the Royal Rumble, you were saying? This guy knows my whole act. Um... What was my favorite part about the Royal Rumble? I would say, uh, uh, yeah, probably Barack winning. I like I like Barack. I, I I really do. I think he's underrated. Um, and if you, yeah, it was it was an obvious thing to call, but it also sometimes the obvious thing to call is the best thing to do. It made sense. He's their biggest star. Um, if he's going to lose a match, he should win the Rumble. 
it's a nice little bait and switch, even though some people could uh, call it. Uh, yeah, I like Brock winning the Rumble. Yes. All right, there we have it. Brock Jeff likes Brock winning the Rumble. Uh, he doesn't like any of the women in their Rumble because he doesn't like women. Um, you, you keep saying I'm a misogynist. You, you, I you just, said the, I was tired that night you, and I wanted said, to take a nap. You said the women's you Roman's Rumble should only be a half hour because they're only half worth what the men are. Didn't you say that? I did not say that. Oh, I thought you said that. Um, anyways, uh, they should always be an hour. As a matter of fact, they should even be longer than an hour. They should keep you waiting a little more. So, because, you know, they're women and they're sexy. And they're, uh, there was a part where Molly Holly came down and uh, Nikki Ash was not having any of it. She's like... I'm the only superhero, almost. I am only... And she just started screaming. She went crazy. Did you see that? Yes, I do remember that part, yes. That was a good part. Um, did you see the part where fucking uh, the Scalia girl, and she was wrestling Natty? She beat Natty in like three seconds, and then she had to <laughs> see her in the Rumble, and that wasn't good. Did you see that? I did see that. Yes, she's from. Uh, you always tell me that she's from uh, Toronto. Yeah. She is from Toronto. Don't be fooled by the name Aaliyah. She is from Toronto. So, some people think Aaliyah's, you know, some sort of uh, exotic Dead person. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jeff! Well, yeah, well, I, I, she is. She's one of the only few people. I'm sorry to all the Aaliyah fans we have listening to the show, but I have horrible news for you. There's a reason why there wasn't Queen of the Dam 2. Yeah, because she had her own 9-11 two weeks earlier. <laughs> That's right. Her plane ran into a building in New York City, and she died. And nobody even thinks about terrorists or box cutters. But there's something uh, to think about there. Twin Towers. Let me come in there. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could find that wire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You love frisking down people. Um, we're totally what? off track here. What? We're totally off track, Jeff. Now, what am I the Mountie? What? What? What's going on here? Well, you keep talking about the wire, and I'm talking about the fucking Royal Rumble, and nobody even wants to talk. Omar, it's not even Omar. It's almost. They're not even the same person. <laughs> and almost, they all they took. So many of them, they get him out. It was like, let's get this guy out before he does something before good that we don't want happening. So they all got almost out. And, uh, you know, average Royal Rumble at best. Females, yeah, well, well done. It was, it, was pretty, uh, it was pretty average. And I'm just, and I'm just uh, teasing you as well. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm teasing you. So, uh, yes, uh, I, uh, I, you're convinced he's good though. And I'm not, um, I Who's don't that? think he's very good. Almost. Well, you he's think, almost a wrestler. He's almost a wrestler. Think, yeah. Kevin Nash. You're like, well, Kevin Nash thinks he's good. And yeah. I'm like, well, you know, well, Kevin Nash wasn't good either. He was charismatic, but no, Kevin Nash was good. Wrestler. You have to remember that they don't want these wrestlers doing, a plethora of holds. They want these wrestlers to be giants and just to smack and punch and kick. Like, no, you should not. Giants don't do holds. Giants don't do off-the-top rope things and all that. But I think almost uh, they're just keeping it simple with them right now. But eventually, I think we, maybe he will be good down the road. Who knows? Who knows? Time will tell. But That's um, true. That's true. I still think... Yeah, he's lacking charisma. And, when yeah. you see him do a moonsault, you're going to be saying, what was the point of that? <laughs> Why does a giant this big leave his feet? You know, that doesn't make any sense. But, you know, if he threw a drop kick, imagine that. He threw a drop kick, he's on one end of the ring, and you got hit, at, hit in the face at the other end of the ring. <laughs> That's true. His drop kick keeps you more than six feet apart. It's the only COVID-friendly drop kick in the, in the game. <laughs> So, almost, that's why I like him. He should wear a mask as well. Um, yeah, so that was it. There was no surprises, no Enzo. No uh, no Enzo. There was no 
Uh, Kurt Angle. Kane, you thought you thought Kane was. Uh, I thought Kane, like Kane's always yeah. the guy that comes back. We just that guy's just a mayor. He's not doing anything. He yeah, you're just, right. He's got a nine to five job now. Yeah. yeah, he can come in on a Saturday afternoon, put on a Kane mask and put on the outfit and go fucking. But I guess if there's, you know, who knows? I don't know. But that's the, the thing is, is they got to step it up and they're on the road to WrestleMania right now. Hopefully they make all the right decisions and we got a good WrestleMania going forward. So uh, with that said, where can we find you online, Jeff, and what's going on and uh, what are your plans? <laughs> uh, well, I'll be in Winnipeg, uh, not soon enough, according to Casey. Uh, you should reach but, out uh, to Jericho's buddies and get them out of the show, the Winnipeggers. Who, like, like? Fucking Luther, you want Luther coming to my no, show? No, it's like Pee Wee and uh, Squirty and Squeaky, and uh, oh, you know, there's the characters uh-huh. that they, uh-huh. they he is these characters that he does a podcast with. They're all in Winnipeg. You should invite them out to the show. You know, so just an idea. You know, I invite. I usually invite Bret Hart to all my shows that go in Calgary. He never gets the invitation and he never comes, <laughs> but I do invite him to all the shows. So, yeah. Uh, but yes, you can find me online. Just my name, Jeff McHenry, M C E N E R Y. My website is out of date, and I don't know how to update it. But other than that, uh, find me on Twitter. Find me on Facebook. Uh, find me on the, the latest episode of Talking Wrestling. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me on the show, Kate. Hey, thanks for coming on, and we'll we'll see you. Uh, wow, WrestleMania! I can't wait to hear your WrestleMania review. It'll be like, well, I was home alone all this weekend, and these two burglars tried to steal everything out of the house, and I had to save the house. And I'll be like, what about my hockey cards? Oh, they they went. They got they got them. <laughs> Yes, yes, and you're going to be in Texas hanging out with uh, who? Who's it? Oh, Honky Tonk Man. That's who you want to meet. I want to meet the Honky Tonk Man. I want to dance and I want to sing for all you good fine people out there. Because the Honky Tonk Man loves you. God bless. God bless. Have mercy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. I want to meet Honky Tonk Man. So uh, I want to ask him because I when when I asked Jimmy Hart, I was like, was it you behind? The idea of throwing Elizabeth to the ground? And he's like, I was outside the ring. I wasn't even inside the ring when that happened. And I was like, okay, so uh, now I got to see if Honky Tonk was, if he was, like, if that was his idea. to throw the love. Get Honky to hit you over a head with a guitar, and you can have an excuse to do crack for 30 years. Um, oh, my God. He tried to cut a promo this week on AEW, and it sounded like he was on the crack for 30 years. He did just kind of ramble. Yeah, it's like you're with a guy that's a way better talker than you. Sorry, Jake, but you're just not at his level right now at this point in your life. But, you know, in his defense, uh, he's not a rape baby. So, you know, (laughs) he doesn't have to deal with the emotions that Jake has to deal with. Yes, that's a that's a dark side of the ring reference for anyone who hasn't uh, seen that wonderful uplifting episode. <laughs> yeah, Jake's dad is also his granddad. Do the math. <laughs> do the math. It makes you want to do math. Um, yeah. So check that out, uh, Jeff. So yeah, that's we can find you online, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever popular Jeff McHenrys are found. Um. Yeah, and for me, uh, I'm Casey Corbin. You know where to find me. You can find me here every week, yeah, mostly, unless I want to take a week off. Then I take a week off, but sometimes I'm mostly here every week. Uh, you can find me on Spotify for albums. Go check those out. Uh, thank you for on behalf of Reese Turner, who was on the first half of the show, and now uh, Jeff McHenry, uh, who is on the second half of the show, coming in with the Royal Update, Royal Royal Update, Royal Rumble Update, Little Royal Rumble. Uh, update and uh, we appreciate that so thank you everyone for putting a headlock on your ears letting us do that and uh, from Never Sleeps Network for myself Jeff McHenry, Reese Turner, everybody involved in the show, you guys have a happy week and a safe uh, safe weekend 
and we'll be back to talk at you very soon. Adios, goodbye, farewell, see you later. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 